Digestive issues are by far the most common thing people ask for help about here at Landers Corner. And so I wanted to have Tina Anderson back on to discuss her product lines because probiotics, prebiotics, all that can be really, really confusion and nobody knows it better than her. So we're gonna talk a lot about Just Thrive, all the gut microbiome and really important information to line that gut out. Welcome to the Sewing Prosperity Podcast with host Logan Duvall. This father of four is an Arkansas successful small business owner whose world was turned upside down with the cancer diagnosis of his then five-year-old son. As Napoleon Hill famously stated, every adversity, every failure, every heartbreak carries with it the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. Come and join us on our journey to create a blue zone community with a focus on a holistic approach to anti-cancer, regenerative farming, and strengthening local economies. Tina, so glad to be visiting with you again. Um, I have been working with Just Thrive for many years uh, since, uh, you know, Dave Asprey is, is who kind of... Uh, made me aware of y'all and uh, with Lander's cancer battle early on uh, just thrive is something I have incorporated from the get go um, and uh, seen massive massive results so you have been uh, incredible instrumental in taking probiotics to almost this transparent and uh, for you know for better or worse the the term pharmaceutical type approach. And uh, so just thank you for that, because I know your products have made a massive impact on our, our uh, you know, customers and, and family. So why did you get into probiotics? Thanks, Logan. Well, first of all, I'm so excited to be here again with you. I love chatting with you. And like I said before, your heart is definitely in the right place, and that makes all the difference. Um, but yeah, why we got into it, my husband and I were in the pharmaceutical business, um, and we thought this was a great business. We we're thinking we are actually making changes in people's lives. We're helping people. We're delivering life-saving medications. And um, after being in the industry, we started to see a lot of the abuses. And we all know there are certain pharmaceuticals that are really making a difference in people's lives, but we just didn't feel that they're a place for chronic conditions. You know, if you have high blood pressure, if you have high cholesterol, if you have an autoimmune disease, why do you have this? What is going on? And like, let's get to the root cause of it. And we know that the pharmaceutical industry is not getting to the root cause of anything. They're treating symptoms. And sometimes you need that. And I don't mean to suggest that there's no place for pharmaceuticals. I just think we need to focus on the root cause of an issue. And, and that's what you know, we started to do some research on that and realizing that so much of what's going on with our overall health is really based in our gut. It's rooted in our gut. And that's what we need to focus on. And, and we started to see that people were turning to probiotics for that and really not getting many results from it because the overwhelming majority of probiotics weren't necessarily, you know, going in and changing the microbial environment. The more we, we've just really dove in uh, to it, the the connection with the gut has such a massive impact for just overall well-being. And I think like the number one thing that we get approached with, because through the the farmers market and health food store, is gut problems. It's uh, it's constipation or it's diarrhea, it's cramping, it's uh, 
things that maybe they don't even realize are gut related from the fatigue and the poor sleep and just uh, on and on, right? So what makes the what makes Just Thrive's probiotics different from, you know, the I can't even wrap my mind around the whole refrigerator it has to be refrigerated <laughs> aspect. But what what's what's different? About yeah, the y'all? biggest The biggest difference is really survivability. So um, the overwhelming majority of probiotics are just not making it to the intestines alive. So in order to be defined as a probiotic, it needs to be a live microorganism that confers a benefit onto the host, which the host is the body. So the overwhelming majority of probiotics are they're dead on arrival. They arrive in the intestines and they're actually dead bacteria. And they might provide some symptomatic relief. They might give you some relief, but they're not making a true change in the in, in the intestinal tract. So with the spore-based probiotics, which are the type of strains that are used in Just Thrive, they're actually dormant when you take them. So they're not actually live microorganisms. They actually just, they're dormant. And then when they get into the intestines, they take their shell off and that's when they become alive. They actually recognize the intestines as their home and they take this endospore shell off and that's when they become a live microorganism. And that's when their true change starts to happen in the gut because they're live and they're staying there making, you know, changes. They stay there for about 21 to 28 days, making changes and getting rid of pathogenic bacteria, helping bring your beneficial bacteria back to life and, you know, thrive, if you will. So it's, it's a really different approach than the majority of probiotics on the market. And, you know, we see this all the time. You see doctors saying, make sure you take a probiotic that's in the refrigerator. I know you touched on that. And it, it's like a part of me is happy that like a doctor is actually talking about a probiotic. I'm like, that's a good step in the right direction. But If a probiotic needs to be refrigerated to stay alive, what that tells us is that they're such sensitive organisms that they can't even withstand the room temperature of the store shelf. So if you put that probiotic bottle on the store shelf, it would die. So what in the world will it do when it hits your body temperature, which is much hotter than the you know store shelf, um, much less what's going to happen when it hits the intestines and they, I mean the um, stomach acid and you know it's so acidic, it's meant to be the acidic, the gastric barrier. The answer is that they're going to die, and we've tested this over and over again, and they're they're just dying, and and they're not really making a true change in the gut. The studies that y'all do to support the the things you say are really kind of what uh, stands y'all apart for me, uh, definitely, because it's it's backed up. And I love how Kieran is always doing the webinar. You know, I I am privileged to be you know behind the scenes to have access to the webinars and the unbelievable work that y'all do. So I, I'm I'm really you know I always sing y'all's praises. But why why is our gut microbiome just completely destroyed? for the need to even take a probiotic. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is the environment we're living in. I mean, we are living in such a toxic environment. You know, one of the biggest offenders are antibiotics. And again, we know sometimes people have to take an antibiotic and I would recommend that you try to avoid them at all costs. But if you need to take one, you know, it's destroying your gut microbiome. Um, But antibiotics, not just that we take, are found in our food supply and animal products. And these are destroying our guts. Um, Glyphosate, which is the active ingredient in Roundup that's being sprayed all over our produce, is so detrimental to our gut health. I would argue that it's actually more detrimental than antibiotics because antibiotics kill the bad bacteria, which is what we want them to do. But, um, you know, they kill the good bacteria, which we don't want them to do. 
glyphosate actually is only targeting the beneficial bacteria. So it's not even killing the bad bacteria in our gut. It's only killing the beneficial bacteria. So, and glyphosate, we just can't escape. I mean, you know, I always recommend people eat organic um, and I eat organic as much as possible. Um, I know it's hard for a lot of people, but I, I, you know, I recommend that you try to do that because we want to limit the exposure to that glyphosate because the glyphosate is so disruptive to our gut health. Um, the toxins and chemicals, all these common household products that we're cleaning with are so disruptive. There was a study that came out that said households that use those products that says kills 99.99% of the bacteria actually have children with a higher incidence of allergies and um, autoimmune issues because they're killing the microbes, uh, you know, the hand sanitizers that we've been using, you know, killing the microbes all over us. So um, really, um, unfortunately, this world we're living in is so disruptive to our gut health. And yet, our gut is dictating virtually every aspect of our overall health. You know, it's hard to find any disease out there, any non um, communicable disease that's not associated with some disruption in our gut microbiome. And yet we're living in this world that's just so disruptive to it. And, and I don't mean to paint a dismal picture because um, it is dismal in that the world we're living in is so disruptive. And we know that the gut is dictating all aspects of our, virtually all aspects of our overall health, but there's good news. You know, our gut can be repaired. We can do things to support our gut health. And so that's the positive thing. And, uh, but we have to recognize those symptoms. You know, people are like, oh, I'm bloated, you know, no big deal. Or I have a skin rash, no big deal. Or I have a mood disorder, I'm, I'm anxious, or I have a little bit of depression. These are all signs that we've got some imbalance going on in our gut. We all associate like, oh, we're, we're constipated, or we have diarrhea, or we have gas or bloating, that those are indications that we have gut imbalance. And yes, those are definitely reasons to tell you, you know, I've got some gut imbalance, but we're not thinking about acne or we're not thinking about skin rashes and skin issues or autoimmune issues or allergies. These are all, all, and, and of course our mood, those are all indications that we have some gut imbalance going on. It wasn't very long ago that, uh, you know, the mainstream medical world laughed at leaky gut. Like, it, I remember that being uh, all kinds of things. This is a farce. This is nothing to this. This doesn't make sense. It's not science. Uh, I mean, that was not that long ago. So can you help help us understand what what is le leaky gut on, on that basic level and what's the problem with it? Yeah, it's actually pretty easy to understand. You know, we've got this intestinal cell wall and it becomes leaky, basically. You know, it, the holes develop in it and toxins that are in our gut that are not really problematic, these LPS, lipopolysaccharide toxins, actually start to seep into our bloodstream. So we have these LPS toxins that are in our gut. They're really not causing that many problems for us. But when we start to have that leakiness in the gut, um, this thinning of the gut wall and holes in the gut wall, we now start seeing these LPS toxins seep into the bloodstream. Now that's where we start to have some real problems because our immune system recognizes it as an invader and start this then starts this you know inflammatory response to this invader into the bloodstream, and this causes all types of inflammation. So we could have inflammation going to the brain, we could have inflammation going to the heart, we could have inflammation going to the liver, any of our organs, and it starts to cause this you know inflammatory response by our immune system. So.
we have got to seal up that leaky gut. That is so de- so important to our overall health to make sure that we're sealing up that leaky gut. And all of these offenders that I just talked about are just causing that leakiness of the gut. And I think that's why we're so passionate on on one hand of the food because, you know, cancer is my absolute focus, but the cancer along with other chronic diseases, there's so many links. Like I believe most everything we're dealing with is a metabolic disease from deficiency or toxicity. And when when you look into what's causing these metabolic issues, it goes back to the food, but it's so much deeper than that. It goes back to how we're raised. And so, again, that that's just a more of an emphasis on we've got to get the regenerative and holistic approaches in, in organic type means. I think that term's been, you know, greenwashed and, and bastardized, but, it, it you know, that philosophy nonetheless. What is uh, – kind of that next step of healing the leaky gut. Obviously, the probiotic is a big, big key component of that, but what else can we do to help bring that gut lining back into a state that it, it should be in? Yeah, I the biggest thing is just avoiding a lot of these things, avoiding the glyphosates, avoiding the antibiotics as much as you can. Um, you know, eating whole, real, regenerative food, you know, making sure we're in, you know, we're eating whole foods and obviously staying away from processed meats and processed um, other types of processed foods. And obviously people who are listening to this are already, you know, knowledgeable and wouldn't be doing those things anyway. But it's just really important that we're very aware when we're putting something into our mouth, like, is this poison or is it medicine? Is it helping us? And we have to remind ourselves of that. And, you know, myself included, I get guilty of it too, you know, and I'm like, okay, wait, I want to eat this now because I want to feed my body, you know, something good. Um, and, and that's, oh, go ahead. Were you going to ask something? No, I just, just as we go through this and the tie-ins, it's just crazy. It's like how, how much like our gut microbiome is like the soil, like the, all the different, uh, working things that are in there from the bacteria to the microorganisms of all all different types and how much our blood is like the ocean water and how dependent we are on light and just things that we really don't understand and yet we're destroying all of those things like absolutely destroying all of those things and so this mission like supplements are amazing like we have to have them in the modern world but we've got to do better on all these fronts to fix fix it for for everybody yeah. And you know, it's, it's really interesting when we were talking about soil is these spore based probiotics that are used in just thrive are the same type of organisms that our ancestors got from the soil. So we were meant to consume these on a regular basis. And that's, what's so exciting about it. It's like, we're going kind of, these products actually allow us to kind of go back to the way our ancestors evolved. We were eating roots and tubers off the land and eating the soil, getting the soil into our intestines. And that's why they all had healthy guts back then, you know, it's, and, and, you know, you go to tribes in Tanzania and Papua New Guinea, and you go to these tribes that have this pristine soil and they're eating off the land. There, there are no, you know, nobody has celiac, nobody has autoimmune issues. Nobody has IBS and all of these other issues or cancer. I mean, these are people, they are taking care of their guts just by eating off the land. And that's, what's exciting about these strains is there, these are the same type of strains that were found in our soil. You know, what you just said is just um, Sally Fallon Morell wrote uh, Nourishing Diets is one of her latest books. And she she 
breaks down what you just said in depth across the entire world. And it is so beautiful. And uh, it's we have completely lost that. And so the next next best thing, what we have got to do is get the best probiotic in our gut to overcome that deficiency of having it naturally. What uh, something else y'all done two things. I'm trying to keep from going on different tangents. You have a uh, pet probiotic too that I have seen make a massive difference for for you know our customers. And uh, you know what what the biggest thing is the smell. They say well, after their animals are on these probiotics, it doesn't smell. And so, uh, what what have you found on the the animal, the pet side? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to answer that in a second, but I want I feel like I didn't answer the question about leaky gut, if you don't mind. So the thing with the spore based probiotics is we did a double blind human clinical trial on leaky gut, and this will tie into the pet product. But we did a double blind human clinical trial on leaky gut, and remember, I was talking about those LPS toxins. Those LPS toxins, when you start, we have a study that actually we measured this with college students, we took 100 college students, found out that 55% of them had a leaky gut and didn't know it. And the way we tested this, not us, but University of North Texas did the study, they found out that 55% of those college students had a leaky gut and didn't know it. And then they took that part, those um, college students divided them in half, sent half of them home with a placebo, half of them home with the spore-based probiotics, came back 30 days later. We all know what college students are doing to their bodies over 30 days, nothing good. Um, so they were eating, you know, there were no dietary or lifestyle modifications for those students. They came back and the placebo group, actually the, the treated group saw 42% reduction in LPS toxins seeping into their bloodstream. This is just after 30 days, 42% reduction in LPS toxins leaking into their bloodstream. So it's showing that these strains are actually helping to like seal up that gut lining. But here's the scary part, the placebo group. So the group that did not get any of the spore-based probiotics, they saw a 32% increase in LPS toxins going into the bloodstream. So what that's telling us is that when you have a leaky gut, it's like that drippy faucet. You know, a little bit more goes in. Every time you every time you eat basically, you're getting you're putting more of those LPS toxins into your bloodstream. So it's like this drippy faucet one day it overflows. You know, you've heard people that say like, all of a sudden I was fine. And all of a sudden I had an autoimmune issue or all of a sudden I have allergies to this, or all of a sudden I have, you know, I have anxiety, whatever it might be. Well, it's that leakiness of the gut. And then one day just overflows. So that's why it's so important that we address the gut. You know, people are taking multivitamins. They're taking vitamin C, vitamin D, and those are all great things to be taking. I'm a huge supplement taker myself, but if you are not addressing the gut, those nutrients are not going to be absorbed because if your gut is inflamed, it's not able to absorb those nutrients. So in my opinion, it's foundational that we start with helping our gut and focusing on healing the gut as much as possible by taking the spore-based probiotics, by doing some of the other things, meditation, being calm. We know that, you know, all these neurotransmitters are produced in our gut. We need to be calm so that our gut brain is sending signals down to our gut, but so that our gut is sending signals back up to the brain. 
Um, so I wanted to just talk about, answer the question about the leaky gut because I feel like I didn't answer that. But, and here's the exciting thing about the dogs is that we did a study on a double blind study, a clinical trial on leaky gut with dogs. And we find that dogs have the same issues. You know, dogs in the wild aren't getting cancer and diabetes, you know, all these other issues that dogs are getting. Um, but they, it's because these dogs are living a human world. They're exposed to these toxins. Dogs are going out to the parks that are sprayed with glyphosate. You go to, even if you're not spraying glyphosate, you know, Roundup on your lawn, your neighbor may be and your dogs, you're taking your dog for a walk. So that's where dogs are having these problems. And, you know, the dogs shouldn't smell. I mean, people shouldn't smell. Our bowel movements shouldn't smell. Like we should have, you know, it, it, that's a sign that there's some unhealth going on. And so we need to be cleaning out our gut and um, making it balanced. So that, that's really why we're seeing crazy, you know, exciting results with the dogs. The, the same issues that we have, our pets are having, especially dogs. And, and it's just like, hey, we got to pay attention to like, what is that correlation? Because it's, it's pretty obvious when you start looking at it. Um, yeah. Tina, on the the stress, something that I have heard recently a few different times were that the impacts of stress are almost like equivalent of like a pack of cigarettes a day on on like high stress levels. And so that that's led me to where y'all's product on the Just Calm has been a game changer for a lot of people. But how how can a bacteria help us deal with stress? Yeah. Well, it's really interesting because basically, like I mentioned, all of our neurotransmitters are being produced in our gut. So serotonin, which is our happy hormone, is produced in our gut. 90% of our serotonin is produced in our gut. Dopamine is produced in our gut. GABA, which is our calming hormone, is produced in our gut. So if we have this imbalance going on in our gut, those neurotransmitters aren't being you know, act, aren't working optimally. Um, we also know, so just the probiotic alone, just our probiotic we know is so critical to mood health because we know that these neurotransmitters are being produced in our gut. We also know that if you have those LPS toxins seeping into the bloodstream, like I said, that inflammation could go to the heart, they could go to the brain. And when it goes to the brain, it creates this neuroinflammation in the brain, which leads to all kinds of cognitive issues, including stress, you know, like um, not being able to handle stress. Um, but then the reverse is true too. So our brain sends signals down to the gut and the brain is sending signals down to the gut to tell the gut to be calm. And so we know that there's this vagus nerve and the vagus nerve is attaching the gut to the brain and sending signals back and forth to each other. So they work very closely together. And, you know, and, and that's why I always tell people, you know, go and um, meditate just to, or go for a walk, whatever it is that calms you down. If you're having gut issues, do things to calm yourself down because then the brain is sending signals down to the gut, which will make your gut healthier. Um, but we also want to know how to handle some of those external stressors. And so what we found with this, our Just Calm product, it has a very important strain in there called Bifidobacterium longum 1714. This strain has been extensively studied to show that it actually helps you 
have a better perception of stress. So able to perceive stress better. It lowers your cortisol levels, which is key because if all this cortisol gets produced in the gut, the gut, it starts creating all this inflammation. So, um, we all know we have stressors every day. We can't get away from them. Unfortunately, I think we should try very hard to meditate, go on walks, whatever it is that calms you down. But unfortunately we're not going to be getting rid of those stressors. Um, you know, we're in this fight or flight response all the time. Fight or flight response was meant to protect us. You know, we were, if we're being chased by a saber toothed tiger, we want to be in that fight or flight response. You know, we want to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves and getting there, but we now see a tweet and we go into a fight or flight response. You know, we get an email, we get into an argument with a loved one. We're, you know, we have a to-do list that's too long. We're constantly in this fight or flight state and that is not good. Having that heightened cortisol is so detrimental to our health. Like you said, it's like the equivalent of, you know, smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. I, I can't overstate that enough, but the bottom line is we're not getting away from it. We just have to learn to like handle it better. And so, um, there, the APC Cork, um, or APC university out of Cork, um, Ireland has done extensive research on these psychobiotic strains. So the 1714 strain that I mentioned is a psychobiotic and it's actually been shown in studies to reduce that perception of stress, actually put us, um, change our brainwave activity, put us more into that theta wave, um, like brainwave, that calm, you know, that's the theta wave is that brainwave activity you want to be in when you're meditating. Um, so it gets you more into that focus state, um, has helped shown to improve cognitive function. So, um, it's really, really a very cool strain. It's, um, actually have, has this, um, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm blanking on the name, but it has like this coat around itself, this coating around itself that actually helps it survive similar to the endospore shell around itself. So, um, it, it's really, really exciting. So uh, we've seen great results, like you said, with that strain. That's, that's really interesting. That whole cortisol aspect of, of it, um, one of the telltales that I have seen over the years on the cortisol being off is that waking up at two, three in the morning, just kind of that wide awake, that anxiety feeling and, and just having a hard time going back to sleep. So have uh, y'all seen anything with uh, sleep being positively affected with uh, taking the Just Calm? Oh, absolutely. Because that's exactly it. You know, it's, it's bringing down your cortisol levels, which is going to help you sleep better. So we've had lots of testimonials from customers who have said it's improved their sleep. Um, I mean, we have somebody on our team that it has just suffered, you know, a great deal from like stress and not being able to handle stress, the anxiety, and um, it's helped her immensely. So it's, it's really, it, it, we've seen great results with it. One of the things that I, I love that y'all have done on the, the Just Calm is the, so I have the MTHFR uh, gene variation, and so Lander does too, and I think that played into the, the cancer aspect, uh, among other things. But the folic acid being absolutely toxic, it's it's just something that is like an epidemic that not enough people know about. And y'all used a methylated form of folate. It's like the tetrahydrate five, uh, you know, what the big scientific name. Yeah. Y'all used one that doesn't disrupt the methylation uh, and it doesn't negatively affect uh, MTHFR. So just wanted to thank you for that. And, and is that something y'all are seeing more of or people being maybe more aware uh, that's something to consider? 
Yeah, we definitely are seeing that a lot with our customers. You know, a lot of our customers are so educated and that's what's so exciting. We feel like, and I feel like the more educated a customer is, the more they understand. And they like you, you know, you love our product because you're educated. You spend hours and hours researching. And I think that's what we see with our customers. So we do see a lot of customers who are saying that they have the, they've tested for that, the MTHFR gene and like they, and so that's interesting. So we're seeing it a lot. So I'm just wondering if people should be more aware of that um, in their own lives, especially when they're dealing with issues. So, and it is important, you know, when we're formulating products, we are looking at the, you know, wide scope of people and, and we want to make sure it is going to be working for the vast majority of our customers. Is there an age that shouldn't be be taking the Just Calm? So if, because uh, I've got, you know, a fourth grader and a third grader, and so I, I haven't been regularly giving them, and now I'm questioning myself. So is that something that uh, w- would be would be fine to give them? Yeah, I think on our bottle, it's like eight and above. A lot of that is for like choking hazards and things like that. But, um, you know, that that's what's so hard is these kids are, it's such an epidemic, this stress that these kids are under. I mean, it is, you know, talk about even the babies, even the little yeah. ones, it's, it's just insane. It is insane. And so, um, you know, I think even if you start with a probiotic and then, you know, kind of if your kids are, you feel like they're starting to have some type of, you know, they're, they're not able to handle stress as well as you'd like, then I think I would, you know, introduce it to them for sure. Two, two more things I want to hit on just briefly before we jump off is uh, the IgG is something that I've probably, I've taken religiously, but I've not done a good enough job educating, um, you know, our audience with that. So can you, can you briefly say what, what that does and then hit on the importance of a prebiotic? Because a lot of people have a hard time uh, differentiating probiotic, postbiotic, and prebiotics. Um, if, if you don't care to do that. Sure. So the IgG is stands for immunoglobulin G. And so that's one of the most abundant antibodies that we have in our body. And the job of IgG is to bind like invaders that are in our body. So toxins, mold, fungus, you know, and that's the job of IgG. We naturally produce it. We have it and it's very important part of our immune system because it's actually grabbing onto toxins and it neutralizes those toxins and then your body safely removes them. Well, our IgG product is um, produce. It gives allows us to have twenty five percent more IgG in our gut. So it's working in our gut. So helping assist our body to like grab onto those toxins and nutrients, or um, toxins and mold and fungus and all of that. Grab onto it, and it helps the body safely remove it. You know, it, it neutralizes and then the body safely safely removes it. So, really, an important. I am a huge fan myself. Um, I am very religious about it. I mean, we don't launch a product unless it's something that we, my husband and I, take personally, um, or we really feel like maybe we don't need it. But you know, we have a UT one, you know, a urinary tract health product. I mean, obviously, you know, my husband doesn't take it. I don't take it regularly. I will take it on occasion. But you know, there's lots. But most of our products, I, I am we take personally. I am so passionate about it. We don't bring products that, um, unless they're missing and needed and researched. Um, so we want to make sure that we're bringing something to the market that's missing and needed. And we're not afraid to bring a disruptive product, which this IgG product is. And it has become so popular because of how impactful it is to supporting our immune system. It's further support of that gut lining. 
Um, so it's, you know, a lot of people will go with colostrum. This has so much more colostrum, um, you know, than a regular colostrum supplement would have. Um, it produces, uh, I think like 25% more, um, colostrum. So it's, it's really exciting to, to, you know, focus on the IgG because it's, it's further support of your immune system, further support of that gut lining, um, and getting rid of all that stuff that we don't want in our gut. And then as far as the prebiotic, um, the prebiotic is super important. You know, I always say that if you're eating tons of, you know, vegetables and fruits that you, that give you prebiotics, you wouldn't necessarily need our product, but, um, you know, with the probiotic, you're not going to be able to get those strains from our soil anymore because our soil is depleted of those nutrients and over farmed and all the stuff that you talk about all the time. But the prebiotic, if you're eating tons and tons of fruits and vegetables, but probably not enough. You know, I mean, we all think we're eating a whole bunch, but, um, we really need to make sure that we're getting those prebiotics because what the prebiotic does is it actually goes into the gut and starts to feed those beneficial bacteria. The problem that we have with a lot of prebiotics on the market is that they can't distinguish between the good bacteria and the bad bacteria in your gut. So sometimes you take a prebiotic, you're taking fiber, and then it's all also feeding the bad bacteria. So it makes a problem worse. So it took us years before we launched a prebiotic because we wanted to make sure that we found ingredients that only target the beneficial bacteria in the gut. So the, our prebiotic actually only targets the beneficial bacteria and it helps increase diversity. We know if we have a healthy microbiome, we have a diverse microbiome. And you know, if we have a diverse microbiome, we have a healthy microbiome. The probiotic increases diversity by tenfold you add in that prebiotic, it's increasing the diversity by a hundredfold. Um, so it's just really important that you're taking a prebiotic that's only targeting the beneficial bacteria. And that's what ours has been shown to do. We're, we've used yours religiously, especially the IgG. Anytime anybody gets sick, the whole family just starts taking it like yeah. crazy, you know, <laughs> just make sure nobody else gets it. Um, on the prebiotic, it has a, the drink mix at least has got a little bit of a sweetness. And my my little two, they call it white. I want white in their drink, so I've got to sprinkle a little bit of it in there. Just to, they don't want plain water because they're they're used to the white. But uh, the gummy you've done has been a game changer. I actually have to not bring it home because it doesn't seem to last as long <laughs> as it should because uh, I think that they're snacking on it a little bit. Uh -huh. But uh, y'all have done a great job. I've loved working with y'all. I cannot sing Just Thrive's praises enough. And, and Tina, thank you for being a wonderful resource, uh, especially for me. Your whole crew, your whole team has, uh, from Joni and Kieran and Keith, like everybody has been absolutely phenomenal. So thank you. Oh, thank you, Logan. You have no idea how much it means to me that you're out promoting us and, uh, you know, sharing your knowledge and wisdom. We are all doing this from the heart, yourself included and myself. So appreciate you the opportunity to be on here. Thank you for listening to the Sewing Prosperity Podcast. We hope that you have learned something new and that you are inspired to adopt regenerative practices in your community. Remember that by working together, we can create a sustainable and abundant future for ourselves and for future generations.